And now, Jalen and Jacoby. Where the fuck the truck? Head to death. Worry about my posse getting jumped. Because if we ever do, yo, TV, pop the trunk. Because we make a pop the trunk and hit the switch. Now act stupid, I'll pop the trunk. <laughs> give me a He is Jalen Rose. What up, though? I'm David Jacoby. And on the cool check-in. Center stage on the mic. And we're putting it on wax. It's the new style. We're Jalen Jacoby. What do we do? We get a people. What they want. We've got a big show today. There is a big report on ESPN.com about the turmoil in the Lakers organization. We have. Heavyweight champion of the world, Anthony Joshua, coming by. Does he know Deontay Wilder's been on this show a couple of times and he's been on here before as well? He does. Oh, man. And we also have our NBA Finals matchup set. Saturday night, game six in Toronto. Kawhi Leonard dunked all over Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Bucks (laughs) and sent his team to the finals. It was a four straight games of winning for the Raptors. They finished it off game six at home. Here you see Kawhi with the big dunk. I mean, Kyle Lowry kind of boxed him out a little bit on this one. But afterwards, he would not accept the Eastern Conference trophy. He said, I'm good. And then they made him grab it. I love that moment so much. Jalen, this has been an unprecedented run in the playoffs for Kawhi. What have you seen from him from the starting of the playoffs up until now? I like the fact that in an era where players are exchanging jerseys, and crying on the opponent's shoulders on the floor after games, Kawhi Leonard still has a level of competitive spirit. For me, that's refreshing. What do you mean? Because he's kicking tails and taking names. In each series, not only has he been the dominant figure, he's also been the guy that has been game-changing on both ends of the floor. You look at what happened against Orlando. They have an all-star in Vucevic. Mm-hmm. Totally dominated him, crossed him over, dunked on him. How about in the second series? Embiid, Simmons, Butler, Harris. It don't matter. Anytime there's a signature play, look who is over. Their best players. And look at the last series. This drop-off by Kyle Lowry is number one, knowing who you are. Mm-hmm. Because he knew that he didn't have the speed to get that up on the backboard without getting it blocked. No chance. So therefore, I'm going to wait for the big dog to eat, as he said. Drop it off to Kawhi so he can bang on Giannis's head. Now, a couple of things that happened post-game, and I can't wait to get to Toronto. You know how much I love it. I know you love Toronto. Two things that I appreciated that were new. Kyle Lowry did not speak to Masai Ujiri their president the entire year because he was upset about the DeMar DeRozan mm-hmm. trade. And let me hear you. Let, let me acknowledge something that he said about Kawhi that he never said about his best friend, DeMar DeRozan called him a big dog. Oh, I like it. Okay. That lets you know it's another level. And for the organization, their ownership and Tannenbaum shout to Wayne Embry, who's done a terrific job of bringing in Masai. Maybe this happened. Maybe this happened, but I want to make sure that it gets happened the right way. It gets acknowledged the right way. I don't think Masai Ujiri got the credit he deserved. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Because do you know what it takes to trade a guy like DeMar DeRozan, who committed to being there long term after they've lost Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, Damon Stoudemire, Marcus Canby, Chris Bosh? Jalen Rose. In the history of their franchises. How about the fact that now you get rid of Dwayne Casey after he won coach of the year. year. And turn the reins over to a first year NBA guy in Nick Nurse. That everybody had to Google once he was hired. To me, everybody that grabs a microphone should be thanking Masai Ujiri. Because this is a win. Oh yeah. Kawhi leaves, whatever. If Kawhi walks, no big deal. We rebuild as the first time finals participant, not as a squad that was first or second seed that untimely got bounced from the playoffs. 
So I just want to make sure I'm the person that does it because I'm not sure that it happened from the Raptors perspective the way I felt it should. Just to be negative, Jacoby, I have to say one thing. There was so much celebration in Toronto. They flooded the streets with people. Drake's on one. Everyone's so happy. Confetti, the trophy, the whole thing, the pictures. Was there a part of you that felt like me being like, y'all getting a little too excited before the NBA? Y'all getting a little too excited about the conference championship? I didn't see the Warriors doing all this. No. So you were raised on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. You lived in Los Angeles. There are so many professional teams in both of those states in all of the major sports that you have to divide your loyalty. In Toronto, you have a country rooting for one team. That's how you get Jurassic Park. That's how you get 3,000 people that are willing to be outside of the arena because they understand that only 20,000 can get in the arena. You don't see that in the United States. Well, I think we're going to see more than 3,000 on Thursday night when they host game one. Their first time ever hosting an NBA Finals game. You will be in the building and about town. But you've told me that there are three King Street, Queen Street. You've got the keys, the keys, the keys. I do. The first one. David Jacoby, and you know this. Draymond Green was really terrific. Oh, yeah. Against Portland. Oh, yeah. Now, you know that the Splash Brothers, when Clay gets hot, he's going to make shots. Mm-hmm. Steph has been an MVP, the only one that's unanimous in the game. You know who averaged seven points this year and didn't make an all star team? Not even Clay, he wasn't considered for the all star team. Who sacrificed so much for KD and for Boogie to feel comfortable, who also dealt with injury this entire year, mm. who also during this year, Lost 30 pounds. Also gained enough that he had to lose 30 pounds. Let's not sleep on that part. Correct. Let's not sleep on that part. And so now all of a sudden, watch him go against Harkless and Collins and Leonard. He was terrific in that matchup. It was great to see the old school throwback Golden State Warrior Draymond Draymond Green. But the stout defenders he's going to have to go against in this series, sometimes Kawhi. Who's been a defensive player of the year? Sometimes Pascal Siakam, who's taller and more athletic. And quicker. Sometimes Serge Ibaka, who's just if not stronger. Sometimes Mark Gasol, who can be a brick wall, who's won defensive player of the year. Those are the people that he's now got to oppose mm-hmm. alongside Looney, alongside Bogut. I'm watching to see if he can continue to have that level of productivity and emotional availability. Yes. Not yep. getting into it with the refs, not getting texts, not, not, not going back and forth with Drake, not going back and forth with Serge. Yes. That's going to be key to the series. So what's a key, key player on the other side of the ball? Pascal Siakam. Mm-hmm. This year's most improved player. While yep. he had his moments in this year's playoffs. A lot of them. That's the key word. It hasn't been consistent. No, it's been a little hit or miss with Pascal. And as somebody who's a versatile defender, Kawhi's going to be on Draymond some and guarding whoever else is on the team. But Pascal may be charged with guarding Draymond Green a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. He's got to not only make his open three-point shots, but get out and transition, get those layups, get those dunks, catch those lobs. So now that helps his confidence as a player that Kawhi's going to need to be the second best performer if they're going to win the championship. Now, your last one I found really interesting. Last one I found really interesting. It's about another warrior who we all just assume is going to be not just a role player key to the series, but someone who they can rely on. To me, if I was in this guy's shoes, I would be one of the most grumpy people walking the earth. Clay Thompson. Mm. I learned from the media. I just lost $30 million because I didn't make all NBA. Y'all put Kemba? To Kemba Walker? How, how did he perform in the playoffs? the playoffs? How did he perform in the playoffs? How did, how did he carry his team? And I'm a guy that relies on Draymond's playmaking. That relies on KD when he's playing being double and triple team. That relies on Steph to give me room to make shots. The more Clay dribbles the ball, the least likely he is to make that play. Yep. But when he's able to catch and shoot, he's one of the best heat check players that I've ever seen. He scored 60 yep. points in his league with less than 20 dribbles in the game. He could get going with the he best of them. He didn't play that many minutes in that game. That was not so a double overtime game. Either. I want to see if they're going to leave him open for shots because they don't have to without KD. 
Danny Green, while struggling mightily oh, yeah. in the previous series, is a really good defender. I anticipate he's going to be chasing around Steph Curry. And I anticipate whoever's standing next to Clay is going to make sure that they try to keep his productivity down. Because when the Splash Brothers and Draymond Green are hovering around 20, it's lights out. He and Steph had triple doubles in the previous game. That has never happened in the playoffs where two teammates both ended with that level of stat line. Yeah. Let's get the people there. Give the Joel Embiid has changed his nickname. After this season, he's decided that he is not going to be the process anymore. The process is over. He has changed his nickname to, it's a weird one, Hulu Has Live Sports. That's right. He is now Joel Hulu Has Live Sports Embiid. And Dame. Dame's had some time off after being swept by the Warriors. What has he done with that time off? Got some new ink to commemorate, not to commemorate the season, or to motivate himself for next season. The new ink, you know, you put something on your body, it's got to be really important to you. His new ink says, Hulu has live sports. That's right. These athletes have no shame nowadays. They will completely sell out at the drop of a hat, much like Jalen and Jacoby. Well, guess what? Hulu does have live sports. They're selling out for Hulu. Why would you keep paying so much for cable when you can watch games on Hulu plus live TV? The same channels as cable, just $45. That is Hulu plus live TV. You can watch your favorite games all season long. The biggest games, the biggest players, Joel and Damien included. Hulu plus live TV, no cable required. Dylan Rose, there's a report this morning written on ESPN.com by Baxter Holmes who interviewed dozens of Lakers staffers. He did not have good news. We distilled down the entire long article into the major findings from Holmes, and here are the things that he had to say in the article. Described Magic Johnson as sort of two people, a charismatic Magic and a manipulative Irvin. Also, a former player said Rich Paul's presence on the team plane was a culture killer. Rich Paul was given unprecedented access as an agent to an organization. Rob Plinka also said to be sitting in on pregame and even halftime coaches meetings. Seems odd. And also, Jeannie Buss is said to have too many people influence her, including team exec and quote-unquote shadow owner Linda Rambis. Now, Jalen, how much of this stands out to you as someone who's lived so many years in the NBA lifestyle as, wow, that's interesting and new, and how much of this is, eh, that kind of happens from time to time? Shout to uh, Baxter Holmes, who did a terrific job trying to bring more clarity to this situation. But you just gave a spoiler. I've been around this way too long. And for those who are fortunate enough to be fans of 50% of the franchises that have at least won one championship in the league, and really shout to those fans of the Celtics and the Lakers that represent almost 50% of the championships that have taken place in the league, I got some news for you. This is what happens when teams don't have success. Mm -hmm. It's called CYA. Everybody's trying to protect their best interests for public consumption because the Lakers' expectations and their brand is so storied, yet so many big-name people seem to be fumbling their opportunities. So you talked about two sides of magic. That's anybody. I could say two sides to Jalen Rose. You could say two sides to Jacoby. It's two sides to everybody, especially when they're put in a power position in a workplace environment. And also not in any way, shape, or form to dismiss people who have depression. However, when there's two, when there's high expectation, anxiety is going to set in in one way, shape, or form because there's a lot counting and or expected out of an individual. Rich Paul's access. Normally you may not see agents on the plane. This is what Miami did not allow. However, this is what the organization allowed. Mm -hmm. He wasn't forcing his way on the plane. They allowed him to be on the plane. And so therefore, if you want me to ride, guess what I'm going to do? Ride. I'm going to (laughs) ride. I wouldn't even be kicking it with them if they let me do it. Okay. Rob Palenka. Here's the thing I want to make sure that I acknowledge. This is the first time that he's got a chance to do his job without working with Magic Johnson. So to me, my grade for him is incomplete. I need to see what he's going to do. 
But the coaches meeting thing was interesting. I have no idea who normally accesses or involved in a coaches meeting. Is the GM normally involved? We had somebody who was an assistant coach recording Mark Jackson and his staff in meetings so that he and Brian Scalabrini, who are best friends, could basically shadow that information back to ownership. Mm -hmm. He got a job immediately with another team. It did not stop him in any way, shape, or form. For Rob Palenka to be sitting in coaches' meetings, is this the same NBA that has had people be the coach and general manager? Yes. Because Pop, Doc, um, Tibbs. Tibbs, Stan Van Gundy all have both jobs. So that's hard to quantify. And it's also another thing is it's not it's one thing for the GM to be in the coaches' meeting, but when the Coach is always being rumored to being on the outs. That would make me uncomfortable. If 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 the GM is in the coach's meeting of someone who's been there for years, has their job, good standing, that wouldn't be so concerning. But if I, there's rumors about me getting fired and I got the GM listening in on my meetings, don't love that. That only matters when those two people don't seem to be in lock and step, which they weren't in lock and step from day one because Genie hired Rob and they hired Magic to be above Rob. That dynamic was already off when Luke was already the coach before both of them arrived. Mm -hmm. So how can you evaluate the coach if you're not there paying attention? So I'm asking a very simple question. It's one more. They talked about Jeannie being an absentee owner. So do you want her to be Arthur Blank? Do you want her to be Jerry Jones? Do you want her to be Mark Cuban? Or do you want her to be like most other owners in professional sports that are hands off? So that's just, these are just things, and I know I'm defending the Lakers here. These are just things that happen when you struggle. When you're struggling, it's everybody wants to point fingers. When you're doing well, everybody kind of want to take the credit. If they lost to the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals, people would be celebrating Magic's duality instead of criticizing him for it. They would, they would say he's got that big smile, but also when he's in there, when he's, he really cares about winning, he's competitive, he demands most of the people around him. This, this is just a function of their record, not a function of any huge problem in the organization. Magic in my opinion. is my childhood idol. Rob Palink is my college teammate. I saw the interview when Magic got hired. He was sitting next to Jeannie Buss. They were on the Lakers basketball network. He specifically said, I appreciate Jeannie giving me this opportunity because she knows I'm going to remove myself from my businesses and focus 150% on what's going to make the Lakers a championship contending team. When he got on first take, that's not what he said. Mm -mm. Okay, now I got one for Rob. When he talked about Kobe Bryant wanting to go sit with the Dark Knight, because he was so intrigued and he wanted to get more in the character. Well, at the time, the character was dead. Okay? Obviously talking about Heath Ledger playing the Joker in the Dark Knight movie. So that didn't happen. Nope. People do embellish stories. So I'm not here to defend either side. What I'm here to say is when teams are struggling and not meeting expectations, everybody points fingers. Because they have to save face because Magic Johnson needs to walk the streets of L.A. He can't have people like, wait a minute. When you was the president, y'all had a three, 30% win percentage. He can't have people saying that. He got to have people saying, hey, Magic, it's Rob's fault. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what he did. Effectively, that's what he did. That's how this goes. So, again, this is great reporting by Baxter. But ultimately, this is classic example of everyone protecting their best interests. If Rob Palenka does five things, people are going to call him a genius. Get AD in roster, on his roster, or KD, or Kawhi, or who else is a free agent? Clay. No. If he gets AD, if he gets KD, if he gets Kawhi, or if he gets Kyrie. Jimmy. Somewhat Jimmy. People will be like, oh, he's a genius. If one of those things don't happen, then people go like, Magic was right. If one of those things do happen, they'd be like, they better without Magic. That's how this works. That's how it's all going to play It's out. sports. And you know what? Even after that, what their record is next year will determine the turmoil that the organization guess is in. That's what how it works. Rob, guess what Rob and Magic was able to do for those who ain't been paying attention? Guess what they were able to do? 
They were able to get LeBron James to come to L.A. You can question whether or not LeBron is the best player in the world right now, but not when he signed up for the Lakers. They got LeBron James to come to L.A. and sign a four-year deal. He didn't do that in Miami. He didn't do that in Cleveland. And I know he wanted to be a part of Hollywood. And I know location helps when he's trying to shoot his movie this offseason. I know. But they got that done. Let's see if they can get another one. Well, I want to do our show from a WNBA game. I look forward to Let's that. Let's make it happen. Jalen, with everything that's going on with the Lakers, so much drama, magic on first take. Now this report, you would think that this is all just really gotten in LeBron's head and he's not like having, a, having a good time. You would be wrong. Checking in on LeBron's Instagram stories yesterday, he had himself <laughs> Memorial Day. Hanging out in his backyard with all of his friends. We're going to go to the table and take a look at it. Jalen, he put up video of him and his friends hanging out in the backyard, and it was really interesting. We're going to break it down piece by piece. He had Tristan Thompson there, Russell Westbrook there, and Chris Paul there. There's some details I noticed that I wanted to point out to you. Let's take a look at the first one, right? He's got this statue of crowns on marble, but you see he's got some dirty compression pants hanging out there in the sun. <laughs> that is a Jacoby move. When you are sweaty, put the stuff out in the sun before you bring it inside. What do you think of that? They straight West Coast, and that looked like Cali right there, huh? Oh, that is definitely Cali right there. It seems to me that there may be clearly some Nike event coming up with high school athletes or collegiate ones that all of those players are going to be there to support and give knowledge, but also recruit players for the brand. That's just kind of how it works. Of course. And you noticed they were prominently doing something that you and I do not support. Smoke cigars. Smoking cigars. <laughs> just a, cigars that seem like a good idea until you get 30 seconds into them. But you'll notice this. <laughs> You'll see someone who also supports us. See, we got the whole table. Everyone's got a cigar either in the ashtray or in their hand. There's Tristan, you know, and then, but watch this. Chris Paul, no cigar. I support Chris Paul, not yielding to peer pressure. No cigar for Chris Paul. <laughs> I love it. I appreciate the fact that while it's the offseason, LeBron James is in his godfather mode and I want to say this respectfully because I appreciate it. He continues to pull strings on and off the floor for the other 449 players in the league. And it's really um, unique for me to watch Mm -hmm. how he's been able to navigate it in so many different ways and still find a championship level of success on the floor, but a mogul type success away from it. Oh, yeah. He's on his godfather. We'll get to that in a second. But first, one thing I couldn't help but notice about this. I've been to a lot of backyards in Los Angeles. I've never seen hedges that high. Look at the hedges behind Russell Westbrook. <laughs> they can't even they all fit in the frame. Look at how high those hedges and fences are. <laughs> like, like, like are, where is he? Are those crowns? Oh, Shout yeah. I got Rich Paul. So, LeBron got crowns in his backyard? Oh, yeah. On top got of the a homies. big marble slab, he's got crowns. Can I say this, too? I'm going to be the only person in the media to call LeBron out on this. A couple of years ago, he started this Godfather fascination. For those old enough, for those old enough to realize, that movie came out 35 years ago. Oh yeah, oh, number no. one. Oh, and he made everyone know. He made everybody know that he was watching The Godfather on his Instagram. You see this? Take a look. He put on there The Godfather on repeat. Michael Corleone in quotes. And it's a classic. And I'm the person, as you know, that rewatches movies time and time again. It's too much. Your wife got mad at me last night for wanting to watch Harlem Nights. But here's what I want to say. LeBron James was at a press conference, and he couldn't acknowledge certain scenes from the movie. I'm really disappointed. Oh, no. I'm going to say this. You know what disappoints really me? Disappointed oh, no. Then you're Come missing on, the whole point. He, he's you're missing trying the whole to point. learn the movie you're right now. You're missing the whole point. You want to know what he really messing up with? Godfather 2, much better film. Yes. Godfather 2 is a much yeah. better film. Love Godfather 1, but Preach Godfather 2 is Preach a it. masterpiece. It's, you got to have one Godfather movie on repeat? It's got to be Godfather First 2. First off, yeah. If somebody asks you, actually, that might have been from Godfather. One of their favorite scenes from a Godfather movie, and you don't mention the horse head in the bed, I don't want to hear your opinion anymore. I don't want to hear your opinion anymore. There's one more thing I wanted to ask you about. Only you can offer this perspective. LeBron James, see, he got a chain on, but he got it tucked at his own house. You leaving out the most important point? So why tuck the chain at your own house? I do that. You ready for this? So it don't get caught in stuff. 
stuff? Yeah, it depends on how long it is. Like that. I thought you was going to say this. Oh, the do-rag, he always got the do-rag. If LeBron got that do-rag off, eventually, he been wearing it for 10 years. Yo, he, the is he ever going to have waves? I've, I've, I've never, ever, 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 ever seen him off the court without something covering his hair. Is, I just haven't seen it in like six years. Is he ever going to have waves? No, he's been he doing it for like Jaylen, 10 years. Jalen, he's not trying to get waves. But you know he's what? He's not trying to get I, waves. I, I he's trying say, to cover up with something new. I got to say it to my shout out to the locks and my guy, Sheik Luciano. Do rag him in about fitted. And I don't even want waves. Tim's be halfway new. So, Jalen, the Lakers didn't just all of this terminal and these reports, but one thing that was a story throughout the season was tampering. Magic Johnson's tampering. I'm about to show you a picture. It's legal to do in the NBA, but this is the most tampering thing I've ever seen in my whole life. You ready for this picture? That's Greg Popovich and Steve Kerr having dinner before the NBA Finals start. That's not tampering? What do you think they're talking about? Remember who he coached two years ago? Kawhi Leonard. Who's the best player in the Raptors? Kawhi Leonard. That's tampering. That's more tampering than anything Magic Johnson's ever done. That should not be allowed. That should not be allowed. If Greg Popovich had to pick... Who he wanted to see win this year's NBA Finals. Who do you think he would choose? The Golden State Warriors. Because <laughs> that means that Kevin Durant could possibly leave the Western Conference. I thought you was going to say because Kawhi Leonard played nine games in his final season with the Spurs. Oh, that's because he was injured, And right? he left. Oh, I thought he was and they had a level of discord. And I'm glad they got a chance to make up. But you're trying to tell me that these two are having dinner. Greg Popovich is telling all the pillow talk and all the dirty secrets about Kawhi Leonard's personality in this game and all of that and his approach to how he would beat the Warriors, telling the Warriors about their own weaknesses, and that's not tampering? As somebody that just started drinking red wine like four or five years ago, I just want to know what bottle they had on the table. Well, I want to say this is I got to step my game up. Drinking red wine four or five years ago, you really put a lot away. I know, you, you I really do. Made up for lost no, time. No question you really about made it. Made up for lost time. <laughs> so there's so much focus on Kawhi Leonard, best player in the Raptors, and Kevin Durant, arguably the best player in the Warriors. But something that's interesting about these finals, they're both free agents, and it certainly feels like they could both be on the move after these NBA finals. And people talk about New York and Los Angeles. They always do. So how do you think these two cities and their front offices and their fan bases are focusing on those two players during these finals? So I need to apologize right now. Oh, no. For the staffers and supporters of the Lakers and the Clippers for the rest of the world. You know why? What's that? It's going to be disgusting watching them sniff behind Kawhi and KD for the next month. It's going to be disgusting. What do you What do you mean sniff behind? It's good. trying to do whatever they can and say whatever needs to be said and and uh, sparse words based on every sentence that they speak that is going to make us think that they're going to play for the Lakers. You know what? Clippers. The Lakers are going to hire Kawhi's uncle to replace Magic Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> they should just do that right now. They should just do that right now. If I'm Rob Polinka, I'm like, I got an announcement. We about to, we about to see uncle we about, we about to see all of the current Lakers and former Clippers. Everybody going to be IGing. Everybody going to be interviewing on TV. Everybody going to be trying to FaceTime. They're going to be trying to make sure that LeBron, that Kawhi and KD know how much they would be appreciated in those markets. Yep. The champ is here. The champ is here. WBA, IBF, WBO, heavyweight champ. That's a lot of belts right there. Anthony Joshua back in the building. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's good to be back again. Good to see you both. So, all we hear about is a potential fight between you and Deontay Wilder. That's all we hear about. Yet, you have another opponent right in front of you. How is it hard to not look over Ruiz? You know, competition fighters, we're always looking at the next ob- uh, objective. So I'm already looking at Wilder. I'm looking at Fury. I'm looking at Ortiz regardless because if I'm that good, I should be able to get over Ruiz. Not that it's a disrespectful thing and I'm overlooking mm-hmm. him, but my ambitions are so high and my passion and drive is so far forward that I'm looking to the top of the division. I'm not even worrying about who's stepping stones in front of me. That's what's up. And you let Ruiz know that you weren't going to tolerate any of his trash talk. Correct. So much so that you threatened to break his jaw. Yeah, because I ain't even met Ruiz. And I think with this sport, there's a, a lot of disrespect and trash talk. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's just someone trying to be confident, but I just told him he better like humble himself a bit because we're here. We're going to fight anyway. So you don't need to do all the trash talking. The promotion's already been done. So um, if you want it easy, just keep quiet. If you want it the hard way, keep on running your mouth. So we have a motto here on Jalen Jacoby. Give the people what they want. 
And you know what the people want. They want to yeah. fight with you and Wilder. 100. We want that. So what's it going to take? What's in the way? What's going to happen? So I thought about it long and hard. Um, I bet. Yes, yeah, so I thought about it for a long time. And I just said to myself, no, you know what? I'm going to lay all my cards on the table. I'm going to sit down how we're sitting now with me and Wilder. I said, listen, how are we going to get this fight made? Because I don't want to speak to who's representing who and who's talking to you on your behalf. I want to talk direct to the man. And you're speaking direct to the man. And let's get this fight organized and made. I'm glad you went there. Yeah. Anybody that works in sports or entertainment, please listen to me. Mm. The most important conversations that are had about our careers, yeah, yeah, we're not yeah. present. Yeah. Or we're not on the phone. Yeah. It's a manager. It's an agent. And sometimes they're not necessarily closing the deal the way we would get in the room and close a deal. Yeah. And I've been paying attention to some paperwork. I see Canelo get a big deal with the zone. And too. I noticed mm. something. I you were your that. final fight with them. <laughs> which means it <laughs> yeah. could be the first yeah. fight going into a wilder yeah. fight. I thought we were talking about money. <laughs> I ain't worried about no fight. <laughs> All I saw was Canelo's contract. <laughs> that was Big. That was a big but deal. What was that moment for you? When you saw the numbers attached to that Canelo deal at DAZN, where you have a deal. Our former boss who we love, John Skipper, who helped put this yeah, show on yeah, television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out. I, um, I got my calculator out. I started doing <laughs> <laughs> I went down the car dealership already. I said, I'm going to get this in about two years. I'm yes. this awesome. Wait, when you say this, you mean the dealership or do you mean a car? <laughs> the whole, the whole dealership. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? Because yeah. he was on the show before it took place. What did you think about Wilder's ferocious knockout against Brazil? You know what? I've got to say, it was a good knockout. Thank you for saying that. It, it was. was that's real. Thank you for yeah, saying real that. Real spill, you know? I could, I'm not going to sit up here and tell you any different. That knockout was phenomenal. Um, and he done what he's supposed to do. And what was good for me is that he's opened up his door now. So he's looking at the future. I've got to look. My future is June 1st. So I've got Andrew Ruiz. And providing I get past that, both of us are free. So that's what I'm saying. I'm happy he knocked him out in that fashion because it's built hype around my fight. He's now free to fight at the end of the year. God willing, I get past Ruiz. I should be fight, uh, free to fight at the end of the year. Then we can get this fight made. No problem. No I problem. Like I like it. So no one's mentioned Tyson Fury when they talk about your next opponent or even Deontay's next opponent now. Why yeah. is that? I think like uh, they offered Fury 50-50 to rematch with Wilder and he turned it down and now he's fighting Tom Schwartz. Mm-hmm. So I think like... We can't really respect that as fighters, you know what I mean? Um, so he's in the background now. Um, and it's fo- focused on Andy Ruiz and, you know, what the future holds, providing they get past the, uh, the young Mexican. So at six foot six, yes, sir. I know people walk around thinking, I wonder what it would look like if Anthony Joshua was a basketball player. Yeah. Well, we've seen some footage. We don't have it right now. Okay. But we've seen some footage of you attempting a dunk. Ah, what happened was, what happened was, I thought you got the one off my Instagram last night. I'm more of a free player. I'm not really. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah you, you play away from the basket. Yeah, yeah I'm playing away from the basket. You're evolving to today's game. You know Let's saying? focus on the down low yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're the new generation of basketball players. I understand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the evolution oh, of the well, game. You're right I'm with it. I'm glad you haven't got that footage. I'm glad. <laughs> well, I can't wait to this fight. With Ruiz, yeah. mm-hmm. what can fight fans expect? With Ruiz, Ruiz is like, uh, I really respect him. He's very grounded, very good base, right? And he's deceiving because people go by aesthetics and um, he's a big guy. He's a real heavyweight, you know, a bit chubby. But people go by aesthetics, so they seem like, okay, he he's going to be a pushover. And people start rooting for the underdog because the man can fight. Do you know what I mean? He hooked to the body, hooked to the head, um, a great jab. He's been at world title level before in a very close fight. I think he... Could have possibly won, but he didn't get the decision. And he feels like this is his second chance to become the first ever heavyweight Mexican champion. So with that being said, I feel whatever you know about Ruiz, if you ever watch him from today moving forward, he's going to come 20% better because of the chance he has in front of him to beat me. And he wants to prove himself. And I'm saying all this to say that is that I have to deal with everything that he's going to bring. And uh, hopefully he makes me look good because as he's moving forward, hopefully I can run into him like a steam train and hit him and, get that win, and then we move forward onto the big night of boxing. And he's got nothing to lose. These fighters have everything to gain and nothing to lose. Nothing at all. Well, we look forward to the announcement of your new deal. We look (laughs) forward to you coming back into this room, promoting a fight between you and Deontay Wilder. Thank you so much for coming through. Thank you for joining us. Louise Joshua coming through. Tiso is the official watch of the NBA, and since 1853, Tiso watches have stood for Swiss quality and reliability. 
Each one of Tissot's timepieces delivers quality performance and traditional luxury. This graduation season, get the graduate in your life a brand new Tissot watch. The Tissot Team Quicksters are 50% off and available only at us.tissotshop.com. That is us.tissotshop.com. On Get Up This Morning, you had a guest who is ranked as one of the top five recruits in this year's class heading into college. R.J. Hampton made an announcement on Get Up This Morning that might change the game forever. Let's listen to R.J. Um, next year, uh, I will be going overseas uh, to play in the Australian Basketball League mm-hmm. with the New Zealand Breakers. My dream has never been to, to play college basketball. My dream has always to been to get to the next level and to play in the NBA. So, I mean, I think this was the best route for me uh, to, to live like a pro and, and play with grown men every day and, and not kind of have to juggle books and basketball and just focus on my main goal. My dream was never to play college basketball. And he is academically eligible. He can go to wherever he wants. 1280 on the SAT. Got a 3.7 GPA. Mm. So we've seen this path be taken. He's not the first. Jennings, Moutier come to mind. Correct. Ferguson. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I appreciate about meeting him today is when you make this move, the first thing that comes to my mind is maturity. He has it. Seems like it. Had way more at his age today than I probably have now. Not a high bar to get over, but that's fine. (laughs) Okay. The other thing is infrastructure. His family dynamic is really strong with his mother, with his father, with his agent, happy. And so I see a young man that is prepared for this move and understands what he wants. And that was refreshing for me. And also, it's a game-changing agent for this reason. It takes courage to be unique and to be different and to do something for the first time. And he's a guy that right now you project him as a guy that could go to Duke, that could go to Kansas. He's also a guy that could go overseas and hone his craft. The majority of people that leave school as an underclassman I'll make up a stat. 99% don't go back and graduate from college. Completely made up stat that's likely inaccurate, but I like your sentiment. Okay, it'll probably be 99.1. Yeah, whatever. Okay, don't go back and get a diploma. What does that tell you? Their focus was clearly on their next profession, Mm -hmm. which is fine. This is the United States of America. I like when he said, I don't want to balance books and basketball. It's like, hmm. Yeah, why not? Why would I have to do that? Why Correct. dedicate so much of my time to books when really basketball is going to be the one that's going to make me You've my money? You've never heard somebody wake up in, as a youngster and shooting in the backyard saying, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. I can't wait to play in the G League. No. That hasn't happened. Nope. So here's a young man that doesn't dream about playing in college basketball. If he has a chance to play professional, get a shoe deal, get endorsements, get sponsorships, more importantly, get a chance to improve at his game each day. I applaud it. And his family's going with him. And we'll That's be, we'll keep an eye on RJ Hampton's future. Wish him the best of luck. Yep. Jalen, I don't know if you know this, but every two weeks, every year for two weeks, I become a huge hockey fan. I always watch every game of the Stanley Cup finals. This year is no different. I watched the Bruins and the Blues last night. And there's a moment from this game that changed everything I need to show you. Let's take a look at Tory Krug. There he is in the Bruins, getting sat on in front of the net. This guy tries to rip his helmet off once, tries to rip his helmet off again, rips it off. So imagine how mad he is. He got a little punch in the face a little bit there. Just think about how mad he is. And just keep an eye on him. This is what happened immediately afterwards. Boom! And that, just that fire and passion and physicality changed the momentum of the game. The Boston Bruins took game one at home. Wow. Four to two. Jalen. Why that look on your face right now? Because he came like a missile without a helmet. And that's the hockey I grew up watching. Mm. And so to see players able to perform like that, it's it's why I have a level of respect for that sport. Anytime I watch something and be like, ooh, I couldn't do that for a living. That's how I am when I'm watching boxing, when I'm watching MMA. Mm-hmm. And what gets lost in hockey players, the ability to skate. Hard to skate. Can you skate? Absolutely not. Play, play <laughs> basketball. No. Giannis Tentacumpo and the Bucks made the sad trip back to Milwaukee. 
They were greeted by fans there, chanted MVP for Giannis. Giannis had to speak to the media, and here's some of his comments that he had to say about the future. His journey has been unbelievable. And, um, as I said before, that you know, you put your investment so much into it. Like, I'm invested so much because I know like where we started from. And I know that where we are and where we can still go. Um, so, you know, it's amazing the way the, te- the team have changed. You know, five years ago, uh, people knew about the Bucks, but people wasn't excited about the Bucks. And now people are coming out of the excited about the Bucks. Giannis, people were excited about the Bucks when you arrived. I started calling them Team Futuristic mm-hmm. before you ever took the floor. Okay. I felt that you guys have an opportunity to do something special playing positionless basketball. But like all great players, this offseason he's got to add to his bag, Jacoby. Yep. Mid-range jump shot. He continued to shoot the three, be more confident in that. And one post move. It could be a turnaround jumper. It could be a jump hook. Something that doesn't take two or three dribbles. And something that you can get off before the double comes. Yep. Reggie, hit the too hot for TV button. Oh, wow. Jalen, <clears throat> ever had a night out with your friends? Just you and I talking. Maybe you had one, two, three, four, five too many adult beverages. And you did something you regret. Ever happened to you? Yes. It's, it's happened to all of us. It's happened to everybody. Yep. And that feeling in the morning, it's just a bad feeling. You're trying to piece together what happened. You look at your phone. You look at the text. You look at your outgoing calls. Maybe things got a little foggy at the end of the night. That ever happened to you before? The funniest thing yeah. is when you yeah. look in your you you look in the mirror. We all do this. We look in the mirror with conviction, and we say, "I'm never doing that again." Never doing that again. I go to my wife. I'm like, "Was I? Did I do anything embarrassing? <laughs> what happened there?" We've all had, everyone's had that feeling, whether it was last weekend or or 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Well, no one has had a worse wake up than a gentleman by the name of Tan Nan in China. He was out with his friends in Hunan, just hanging out with his friends. Things got foggy at the end of the night. He remembered drinking a lot, and he drank a lot. He woke up to a sharp pain in his abdomen. Realized his penis had been cut off. What? What? Straight up. (laughs) Just lost it. Straight up. So he went to the authorities. Was Lorena Bob present? First he went to the hospital. And there's a couple hospitals that wouldn't take him. What? They're just like, yo, we, we don't, we're not equipped for this. What? And then he found a hospital. He had a seven hour surgery. I believe, I'm, I think he might have found his penis. I don't have all the details, but they reattached him, got him put together again. And he is now recovering. The authorities have investigated exactly what happened, but he was not in a state at press time to give them any real hard information to no, go on. No, no. My first question is this. How do you let that happen to one of your friends? Who are these friends that he was out with? Well, hold on. Hit the brakes. I'm not putting this on the friends. First off. Oh, well, first, first person oh, look at oh, is, is my man, Mr. Mr. Nan. Let me finish. Let me finish. I'm never going out to Hunan. I'm never going to be in Hunan. Nope. If I was thinking about prized possessions on a man, Oof. penis ranks right up there. Number one, two, three, four, and five. Yep. Like, Dylon, 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 Dylon. Rational people would think that men would, like, want their brain and be able to think properly. But we'd much rather have our penis do it for us. And let me just tell you, it would be so bad to wake up after one of those nights and not have a couple credit cards and have to figure that out or not have your phone or or, or, or just remember something you did that you should have done that you got to go damage control. But that? But I'm a little disappointed in him. He's 44 years old, too. What? I'm disappointed in him. What? I don't think you're the only one disappointed in Because him. a couple of things. Does he have a lady in his life? You got to protect that at all costs. There's got to be some sort of, like, default mechanism that no matter how slammered you are, you can still hold... You, just, you still have enough sense. If you could breathe, you can protect that. So... I would like to ask a couple questions that you don't know the answer to, but I'm going to research myself. I have myself. a lot of questions. I have to find out, did he or somebody else find the penis? I think it was reattached. I'm pretty sure it was reattached. So I think that someone must have found that thing, put it in a Ziploc bag. First off, <laughs> took, took him with the them. doctor that reattached it, Nobel Peace Prize immediately. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Immediately. I don't know if peace is the right prize, but the Nobel something prize. Like, like, like that, that person need to be statued 
and immortalized. <laughs> you, 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 know you know how much I love statues. <laughs> oh, I got a question for you. I got a question for you. I got a question for you. It's a great question. How many days go by before he has his first drink? He had it right after he realized he didn't have a penis. <laughs> he been drinking every day from now on. What do you mean? I've stood in front no. of a statue of Caesar, and he has a penis hanging down. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> a statue, one of the most iconic ones in the history. You know who I think you're talking about, David. Oh, uh, uh, whoever. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, um, so imagine this: baseball is an amazing game. Okay, let's you mean, see how you, you need make a couple this one of come things. Full circle. You need a couple of things to play at that game. You need the stick. And you need balls. Yep. yep. Imagine waking up with one without the other. Well. You know I read the, the I read the whole article when it comes to these ones, <laughs> like that, the Baxter Holmes Laker turmoil one. I was like, ah, I'm not gonna read every word. That's long, but this one I was like, how did this happen? This, I, but, but, hey man, that's a life, that's a life changing experience. And also, what about this? Let me just put this there. Like whoever did this, male, female, young, old, whether it's group people, wasn't group people. That's just brutal. Like, I, gotta, I was like, how could you? How could you do that? I got a public service announcement. It's not easy. I have trouble cutting I, through a steak sometimes. I, I got a pu- <laughs> for real. I got a public service announcement. First, I'm gonna address the youngsters that's under wax. forty. This is for you. All that thinking, you about to meet such and such young lady, and you about to take whatever pills or Molly or whatever you think that's gonna put you in position to perform at an optimum level. That's going to affect how you behave later on in life. Number one, the level of performance that you have when you're young, okay. you want it to be unenhanced as possible. Okay. Okay? Even if you, even if it's, even if you don't have the control you think you have and you think you're about to go for hours and you go for two seconds, that just is what it is. Okay. That's one. Not sure how we got there. Nope. Number two. If you over 40 like myself, there may be a day. I'm happy that this ha- didn't happen to me. I talked to my brothers about this. Whatever he's about to say definitely happened to him. No, it didn't. Yeah. It yeah. didn't. Because I talked to my brothers about this, too. My brothers are uh, 9 and 10 years older than me. It hasn't happened to them yet. The day you wake up and it's not waking up with you, there are things that you can do for that that are healthy and that are natural that probably can help. I'm just saying. They're, they're, I'm pretty sure there's certain things you could take. Maybe you could go to the doctor and get some all natural herbs or treatment. But I <laughs> didn't you offer a special potion just for this well, on just, the show I, 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 for years what, and years. What, what, yeah. What, oh yeah, I got the potion. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's why I don't have this issue. Oh, thank you. Here's the issue. Oh, we're definitely getting fired. Here's the issue. We're definitely yeah. getting fired. Yeah. If you wake up and. You don't have the level of performance down low that you hope to have. What is happening? Okay. Apple, cinnamon, vinegar. Cayenne pepper. I'm trying to tell you. It helps. Apple, cinnamon, vinegar. Little cayenne pepper. You can have the hot water hot. And lemon juice. And a lemon juice. All day. And there was a song. We build it up. And build it up, and now it's solid. Solid as a rock. Solid That's a what rock. this love is. <laughs> That's what we got. The feeling still. I gotta ask a cultural regional question. Okay, Derail Revis. I gotta ask a cultural regional question. Doesn't matter. They're gonna edit all this out anyway. If they if they know how to protect our jobs, what's on IG Live? So a couple of things. Okay. I just so happen to be a brother. You just so happen to be a brother from another mother. Mm-hmm. Either way, we family. Of course. There are a lot of myths that go around. Okay. One of them seems to project that for some reason just because of my color that I should be more emboldened than you. What do you mean by emboldened? Below my waist. What? Oh, uh, that I should be more enhanced than you. Okay. Is that a fact? You're asking me that. 
Yeah, like you think I have, have some, you heard some, this? You think I have some have research you, or data that no, you don't have? Have you heard this? Have you heard this? We well, I, 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 here, here's a better question. Here's a better question. I'm so glad I host the show instead of you. What do you think about the allegation that people that look like me should have a bigger penis than you? I'm not worried about other people's. I'm not. I'm just saying, you, do you care about that stereotype in any way, shape, or form? No. Do you believe that it's true? I don't know. Do you believe that it's true? Do I believe that it's true? I don't have enough data. I don't have enough data. You've heard enough of this your entire life. We hear the stereotypes about rhythm and how got black guys got the beat. Why guy don't get the beat? And like we hear certain stereotypes our entire lives. Mm-hmm. You had to heard this your life. Of course I have. What do you think about Let that? me say this is um a lot of times people are selective as to what stereotypes they're gonna lean into and what stereotypes they're gonna run from. Do you think there's one guy walking the earth that's black that you have a bigger penis than? One? Yeah. That's probably the most disrespectful thing you've ever said to me <laughs> on this podcast. That's the most disrespectful thing. That's the most disrespectful thing you've ever said to me on the podcast. All right, so you a thousand? Ten thousand? A million? Jalen Rose. Millions. <laughs> One? <laughs> Ask me. One? What are you doing? What is happening? What, what happened to this program? I'm telling the story about some guy in Hunan, China, who had who that's got, what happened who got to the mutilated. That's who what got mutilated. This the oh, too man. hot for TV thing needs to be shut down. We're getting fired. You say you we're getting fired for you said real. Mil- you said millions, millions. I don't think a billion, but definitely millions. I get it. That's how you got a Jamaican wife. I got it now. This totally makes sense. <laughs> I think we might be done. <laughs> I think we might be done. Honestly, I'm not sure they'll allow us back in the studio tomorrow. When I get to the building tomorrow, I'm going to scan my card, just being like, just roll the dice in Vegas. Maybe, hey, man, maybe let, let me tell you, maybe let, won't. Let me tell you something. That's the kind of talk that happens in middle school nowadays. Yeah, but that's not tight. But ESPN doesn't pay to do that. Hey, man, it's a middle school conversation. These are the things that people need to hear, learn about. Jalen and Jacoby, your number one source for middle school conversation. We're here to teach people. And sometimes we're going to teach them about sports, Mm -hmm. entertainment, and anatomy. advice, sometimes anatomy. That's what we're here to do. Want to be an old boring show? We could talk about the Cowboys every day, all day. Oh, yeah. Who's going to be the MVP of the 2019 NFL season? Yeah, we could talk about whatever. You know, is is Kyler Murray going to be the rookie of the year? Who's going to fit best with LeBron? I mean, I do enjoy that, actually. I don't. I think Klay Thompson would probably be the best fit. Klay Thompson ain't leaving the world. (laughs) KD would probably be the best fit. Let me tell you this. Kyle Leonard would probably be the best fit. There you go. I like what you did there. You mean playing with LeBron in the the seventh? You mean mean for Clay playing with LeBron in his seventeenth year would be better than playing with Steph in his prime? Okay, God. I didn't say for Clay. You said best fit. Karis, I think I'll let us do this tomorrow. We're not done. We're not done. Hello. Speaking of the hobbits, let's talk about LeBron James. All I care about is my nipples. Seriously. <laughs>